it was fraught, a little bit fraught at the Parc des Princes on, uh, on Saturday. Robbie, Armel and uh, Andy were all at the Parc des Princes to witness Neymar's first uh, appearance of the season. It was, like I say, tense. It was close against Strasbourg. Armel Tangi was the commentator. Well, we just heard there Neymar Jr.'s name being announced across the Tannoys and it wasn't exactly the warmest reception. First set piece for Neymar then over on the far side. PSG after losing in red in week two. About to be held to a goalless draw by Strasbourg at home in week five. Unless, unless Neymar, Icardi, Di Maria or indeed anyone else in white can do anything about it. Diallo's ball for Neymar. Oh, he's done it. The Parc des Princes rises to its feet. It's Neymar with the goal. So Armel, incredible drama and uh, perhaps a, an inevitability about how, how it ended. Adrian Thomason, the Strasbourg player, said afterwards it felt like the script had been written, even though Strasbourg were just seconds away from, from, from getting a point. Now, we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about the treatment that, that Neymar got. He was booed quite considerably when the names were... Were, when the lineups were called out before the game, he, his passes were booed. We had the old toy stand chanting Cavani's name. I'll just give you um, a little uh, a little glimpse of the atmosphere with the, the banners that were held up. One said, Neymar, senior, sell your son to Villa Mimosas, which uh, is a place apparently in Rio. Yeah, yeah. Um, bit mm. of a dodgy... Place best uh, avoided in Rio by avoided. all accounts. Another one, your name on the Eiffel Tower, millions in the bank, nights out with free drinks, welcome to hell, Calimero. Um, What's Calimero? Calimero, I believe, is, a, um, is an Italian cartoon character who's very unlucky. He's always crying and, about and, it. Yeah, and I, exactly, and I think the point, I think it was an ironic point about how mm. bad Neymar's life must be. And the last one, 20 million euros to play with Messi. We don't want prostitutes at PSG. Armel Tanguy, was the atmosphere... That hostile on Saturday? Honestly, no. I mean, he did get whistled a, a few times by by the fans, but all in all, it wasn't wasn't that bad. I think I could deal with that no, if I was I, playing at a stadium. It's, but it's 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 never nice when it's your own fans. That's the thing. The last time I remember, I mean, I was there at the PSG Marseille game where Fabrice Fiorez and Frédéric Deu came back to the the Parc des Princes as Marseille players. And there, the atmosphere was incredible. The hatred, the 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 passion, everything. They, it was incredible. The the feeling, and there you felt really you were witnessing something special. I was worried that it was well, not worried. I was curious to see just how bad the reaction was going to be. The the only time it, I it was s- just the ultras really behind each goal, and the rest of the stadium. I think almost felt sorry for Neymar after five minutes of the match. The the only time I really felt it might have been a little bit difficult for Neymar was when he was taking corners in front of the mm. Otto stand. Then the noise did rise and you can see perhaps he's a little bit tentative going over to take it. But I mean, when you're out on the pitch, well, I've never played at the Parc des Princes, but when you're out on the pitch, you're playing no-look passes every time you've got the ball. You're not going to see these banners anyway. So No, I mean, but the if- thing is, guys, I, I, I feel these supporters are justified. That's my opinion as a football fan I'm not a Paris Saint-Germain fan but I think Neymar the way that he's behaved has obviously not been you know he's done everything possible to get a move to Barcelona it hasn't happened now I don't think he's helped himself by basically 
not speaking, not saying anything to the supporters. Even after the game, he came out, he spoke to, to journalists. He talked about how, you know, it was difficult. He said, I'm disappointed. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like playing an away game every weekend for me. He was asked, do you have a message to the supporters? No, not at all. You know, and, and I think the supporters deserve a message. You know, I'm not saying he has to apologize, but I think mm. the, the communication's not been good. Uh, yeah, I, I would fully agree with that. I mean, um, when I mean, I actually also disagree with with Armel and Robbie. I actually think it was quite a poisonous atmosphere. At the, I've, I've seen I've seen worse at the Parc des Princes mm. in the last ten, eleven years. Well, you're talking about the but buffet it, now in the press stand. I, I'm not I'm not saying what I'm referring to, but <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it it was it was when you think about the fact that they are doing that to one of their own players. It really is maybe not unprecedented, but it's certainly unusual. And I was sitting in between uh, a group of Brazilian journalists who were explaining to us exactly what the Vila Mimosa was, mm. helpfully. And to my right, um, a French colleague of mine. And I, I turned to him and I said, very early in the game, when they were whistling and jeering and insulting him, I said, this guy has got to come out and say something. Now, you could say... But he hasn't said anything. Speak, actions speak louder than words. And that mm. goal he scored at the end of the game, which we'll probably come to in a second, was absolutely... Brilliant, and and you know he might if he keeps doing that, it doesn't matter what he says. But then he, I was in the mix zone after the game, and again he was speaking in Portuguese to, to a handful of Brazilian journalists. I have to say that he spoke very well. He spoke for five six minutes just to them. He'd already spoken to television as well. He 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 went into some depth about the situation. He he admitted I wanted to leave, but it, they wouldn't let me. Is what he said. Mm -hmm. um, he said every game now is going to be like an away game for me. And I mean, he's quite softly spoken, Neymar. You know, he's not. Yeah, but he's, Andy, he's if, quite, if and you admit that you've, you, you've tried to leave, you've done everything to yeah. leave, the home fans, you're no longer a Paris Saint-Germain no, player no, no, for no, them. I'm, and that's I'm, the whole I'm, point. That's I, why they're I agree, whistling. I agree with Matt. I agree with, with what you're saying. I'm not saying that they're wrong to have a go at him by, by any means. I'm just saying that I, I found it quite striking, the response to him. I quite, found it quite striking, his response to them in terms of the goal he scored and the way he spoke after the game. And I just thought to myself, this is it. This is Neymar. This is incredible. You know, this story just never ends. And surely it wouldn't have hurt for him just to say, do you have a message for the fans? Just to say, uh, listen, I'm a PSG player today and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight and I'm going to try very hard to win trophies for this football club. And, uh, and I hope our relationship will improve. I mean, you know, he doesn't have to apologise because he obviously feels he, he, he hasn't done anything wrong. Um, it's going to be difficult. You know, the Champions League uh, restarts a game against Real Madrid and he is going to be the, the focus of everyone's attention again. For me, the, the thing about this whole thing that's been going now, the whole Neymar circus at Paris Saint-Germain, particularly over the last summer, is the fact that we've sort of lifted off the cover and seeing what really is a professional footballer and a professional club and the whole business side of things now. Here you have a, a, a player who wants to leave. He freely admits, I wanted to leave. I'm not happy here, he said after the match. For personal reasons, I don't feel good playing here I wanted to leave they didn't let me so now I have to do my best for Paris Saint-Germain fine it's his job he's being paid to do this he's being paid very well he's trained he, he works hard but if that's removing the whole nostalgic the whole supporters all this thing that attracts so many people around the world to football is the the romance of it and when you remove all of that from the equation you're left with these these mercenary footballers who say I'm here, I have to play here, I don't want to play here, but I will, I'll do my best. And the supporters do not accept that. And that's why football is the biggest sport in the world. Uh, it, it just um, on what, Diego Maradona, when he played for Napoli, uh, there was a mm. film about Maradona's time at Napoli out recently. 
where um, he, he speaks on the pitch at the end of the UEFA Cup final in 1989 mm, exactly. when he beat Stuttgart. He says, I want to leave. And he says, I want to leave. And when I was watching that film, I thought to myself, the, the modern version of Maradona is Neymar. Not necessarily, not, I'm not saying that he's the best player in the world because lots of people will come in and say it's Ronaldo, it's Messi. Mm. But just in terms of everything that goes it's around It's Messi, Andy, it's Messi. It's Maradona. But it's Granite Shaka, man. Um, <laughs> But you know, the, with everything that goes around it, his his the, the football, the soap opera around Neymar's life is a bit like Maradona's was quarter of a century ago. And Maradona at the time said, "I want to leave." Neymar has said he wants to leave. He he did say on Saturday, "They didn't let me leave." Now you can interpret that in different ways. I just he heard it at the time and thought to myself, "What he's saying is that PSG wouldn't accept Barcelona's bid, and that was it. They wouldn't let him go." But there may be something deeper to that. I don't know, but nevertheless, you know, Neymar's. The, the story of Neymar at Paris Saint-Germain is very, very, very troubling for PSG in many ways. They have to somehow get over this, but he still showed on the pitch what an incredibly good player he is. I mean, that goal that he scored was just ridiculous. I, I did want to say, because it, it reminded me of uh, the sort of left-footed volleys that you produced, Robbie, when we played up at La Courneuve, when we played for that expat mm -hmm. team. I mean, you know, you were a bit younger back then, but, uh, you know, the, 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 the technical um, excellence to be able to do that. Talk us through it, Rob. Well, the, the, <laughs> on the about spot. the goals I used to score, no, that was, well, it was it was just a brilliant goal. It's his weaker foot as well. I mean, there's not much to say about the, the goal. It's just a pure moment of, of inspiration. What I thought watching it, I, I was up there in the, the press box and I'd been watching and I jumped out of my chair and, and, and shouted just because... Impartial as ever. Well, it was box. a beautiful goal. It was a beautiful goal and I, I didn't actually know who had scored it. It was 92nd minute. We'd been banging on this shut door. Strasbourg are always so hard to break down. And the goal, it was one of those moments where I'm pleased mm. it still happened. And then when, wait, when you saw who it was, did, jump you, out. did you start booing? <laughs> well, when I saw who it was, then I, then I, <laughs> then I, I sat down to see just what the reaction would be. And but, the ultras doubled their, their whistling and jeering. Uh, both sides but on each side of the pitch. We're, we're, we're applauding and, and everything. But it, it doesn't matter. That, the, the beauty of the scenario was incredible. And it's just only a player like Neymar can, can, can create that. To but what I did think, and just Matt, we have a, an old French journalist friend called Joachim Barbier, who's not old, but he's an old mate of ours. <laughs> um, and he wrote a book a few years ago, probably about 10 years ago, called This Country That Doesn't Like Football. And it was, it's about football in France and how hard it is to accept all the extra romantic notions of football in France and just let yourself go and be a passionate fan. And he gives one example of being a football fan is, is getting up at four o'clock in the morning with your mates, jumping in a, a minivan in pouring rain, driving across France from Sochaux all the way to Brest in the second division, in pouring rain, watching a terrible match of football. And then in the 93rd minute, seeing goal of the season, all jumping back in your minivan, half drunk, heading back all the way back across and to work the next day. And it's that beauty of football and the, the match. You know, the match was not a great match no. between Paris Saint-Germain and Strasbourg. But the story and the drama of it was incredible. Yeah, and I, the goal is, it's a superb goal. And that's why we all watch football and why you can't just watch the highlights. If you just watch a highlight of the match... You think, well, this was Neymar being whistled and then the goal. I had, it wasn't. Yeah, it's I a had, whole 90 minutes. I had a minutes. nightmare because I was preparing to, to commentate Bordeaux against Mets and I was just following the end of the, you know, I was on Twitter just seeing, seeing if PSG were, had, had been held. And the only tweet, well, the first tweet I saw was Andy Scott saying, wouldn't you just believe it or something? And then I was refreshing my, and it wouldn't refresh. So I was like, 
you can't tweet that, Andy. It's so Twitter, annoying. Twitter, I was like, meltdown. Well, have, have Strasbourg got a winner? Labour Motiba with the winner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, I, I did eventually find out the name I had scored. But Andy, a bit more information in, in, in your tweets next time. Just a, a word about um, the game and in particular the, the other new boys. Well, Neymar's not, not a new boy, is he? But we saw Kaylor Navas mm. make his uh, league on debut. We saw Maro Icardi for about 25 minutes, uh, came on for Chupo Moting. And Herrera got his well, first yeah. league on start. And Herrera as well, oh, back from injury game. now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Navas, I uh, have seen the highlights. Uh, one outstanding save to deny uh, Ludovic Ajok. Two, in my two, opinion. Two, two, two outstanding. Deny Ajok. Yeah, yeah they weren't good highlights that I saw. But um, <laughs> would you say it was very positive as well in terms of his presence, his communication with the defence? Yeah, I think we saw a defence that showed confidence in their goalkeeper, which perhaps I, I haven't seen quite as much in the past few years with PSG. Obviously, that's an opinion that will divide because people do like Ariola in Paris, but he certainly made an impression on his first appearance for, for Paris no, Saint-Germain. No, they were two, two fantastic saves. There's no doubt about that. But it was a third clean sheet in a row at home, I think, or uh, for, for Paris. Mm. That means the first two were Alphonse Areola as well, which, yeah. you know, and I'm sure everyone, of course, we were all going to have the, the comparison. If he'd made a mistake, it would have gone a million miles the other direction. Here, Navas made two superb saves. Look, there was no Marquinhos in defence. Uh, was that is that an element as well, or you know, I mean, speaking of the defence, one new boy that I was impressed with was Abdou Diallo, who Very was good. moved out mm. to left back when uh, Kazawa was taken off in the second half, slotted into that position perfectly. That's why Tuchel bought, well, wanted mm. to bring in Abdou Diallo because of his versatility, and he was brilliant as soon as he moved to left back. Not an easy thing to do in the middle of a game, provided the cross for Neymar's goal. So that's a positive that he's doing his role. Paris did score. Paris did get the win with that Neymar goal when playing with only 10 men because about 10 minutes earlier, mm. Colin Dagba had gone off injured. They'd already made all their substitutions yeah. as well. So another reason to, to be positive with the result for, Robbie, for PSG. Paris Saint-Germain are, are top of the league. They've got 12 points from, uh, from five games. 